Welcome to Brunch Gets Real, where we reflect on our mistakes from the past and share our advice on surviving life through our mid-twenties. So grab a mimosa and some avocado toast. Hey, welcome back. It's been a while again. (laughs) We're back. We're back. We are, it's been probably like a month since we last recorded, but a lot's been going on in the world, not really in our lives, just like in the world with this whole virus going on. Mm -hmm. Um, We've quarantined. Yep. And we decided to kind of, that this would be basically a really good time to start podcasting again and hopefully more consistently now that we have, well, now that we're quarantined at home. Um, And so hopefully we can provide some relief and some, I don't know, just relax a little bit, I guess, um, during these hard times. Just, yeah, just to hang out, chill, talk about fun, lighthearted things for a little. We may have one podcast episode that's a little bit heavier um, when we talk about breakups, but that will be later on. Yeah, we'll do that next time, next week. This week, we kind of just wanted to talk about like the quarantine and like the state of the world right now. Mm -hmm. and kind of just what we've been doing to stay busy because I know for a lot of people like not being able to go out and see their friends or not being able to go you know see their family even is really hard yep so this will be a good episode give you guys some good ideas catch you up on our life on what we've been doing to cap the bachelor because that was an insane season like crazy I'm so mad. I just feel like this was a waste of a season, to be honest. It was. It's ridiculous. It was dumb. Like, I had headaches by the end of the season. First of all, we all love drama, obviously, and reality TV, but this season was just too much. It's uh, The whole season was drama. It's, it's one thing to have a little bit of drama peppered in throughout the episode, but and like the rest of it be about the love connection. But this season, I just feel like there was no love connection. Not with at anyone. all. This, like, this season is like a season that should have been on MTV, mm-hmm. not ABC for The Bachelor. Oh my gosh, it kind of reminded me of Are You the One a little bit? Or just like any of those MTV reality shows because it was so not serious. It was not like based off of in the past finding marriage I feel like it was more so like let's screw around for a little bit see if anything happens and if it doesn't then who cares yeah no I didn't I didn't like that like like I said we like the drama but at the end of the day we also watch The Bachelor because we want to see couples succeed Mm -hmm. um, and we want to see those connections and even if say couples don't end up getting married there's still connections like genuine connections with people and in this season, we just didn't really see any, if anything, maybe Maddie. We'll Barely. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. So where do you want to begin, Erin? Because we haven't know. really discussed this, like, ourselves. I think we can kind of skip to, like, the finale. Because yeah. that sort of sums up. I think the finale sums up the season as a whole. <laughs> Wait, can I ask you? Yeah. What did you think was going to happen? In the end? Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought what that... What was your theory? Yeah, I thought that Maddie was... I thought Hannah Ann was going to get the rose. Uh-huh. I didn't know why. I just thought maybe Peter would get influenced by his parents to the point mm-hmm. of choosing Hannah Ann because they were so gung-ho about her. No, no, no. But this was before, before even that final... Say, like, woman tell-all. Like, what did your... Th- what was your theory? Um, between the three that were still left? Um, no, because I feel like for a woman tell all, we didn't know who um, Peter's mom was crying about. Oh, oh. We had no idea. So what did you think? I thought it was about, I, to, to be honest, the whole season, I thought that the bring her back part was about Maddie. Yeah, same. Because I thought that, you know, out of everyone, Maddie was the biggest connection that Peter had. And yeah. I did not expect that kind of hatred from Barbara. I expected, you know, since they had already met in the first episode, or the first date, they had already met, I thought they had a really good connection. So I wasn't expecting her to fully hate Madison. Yeah, Uh, I was stunned. 
<laughs> like, because I, I thought the same you. thing. I thought early on in the season, I thought, oh my God, what if, what if like, kind of like what everybody else was thinking, like, what if Hannah B comes back? Mm-hmm. So that was my initial, like, early on in the season. But then as the season went on, I was like, oh, it's definitely Madison. Like, she's definitely talking about Maddie. Yeah. So when the ball dropped <laughs> that it was about <laughs> Hannah Ann, I was like, what? I was like, where did this love for Hannah Ann come from? Like, she was Hannah Ann's biggest fan. Mm-hmm. 100%. I don't get it. I just, I really don't get it. But fast, fast forward to, like, the actual final rose. I assumed that uh, Peter was going to be swayed by, you know, his mom, by producers, maybe, to pick Hannah Ann. And I figured the get her back part was sort of like him realizing he, he screwed up and needed to go get maddie okay yeah oh yeah that's what i thought for a little too and then my theory was he wasn't gonna pick anyone like i thought he was just straight out because i thought maddie would have left and that's why um barb was like bring her back Mm -hmm. and then i thought he just wasn't gonna pick anybody and then they were gonna continue filming and he was gonna like go get her back Oh, okay. Yeah. But I didn't think there was going to be a proposal at all because I thought it'd be like, I did not think that he would propose to Hannah Ann. Well, you know what? He shouldn't have. No, not at <laughs> it all. It was a dumb, it was just so, I, I feel like Peter wanted so badly to have a happy ending, even if it meant like picking somebody or giving a rose to somebody that he didn't really even see a future with. Yeah. Because he wanted that ending. He wanted to, like, have a proposal by the end of this. Yeah. And him to choose Hannah Ann. I mean, she kind of said it purposely in the finale. Yeah. She, he took that away from her. He took her first proposal away from her for his own selfish reasons. Yeah, for he being selfish. And I think, Peter, because even after, like, listening to podcasts and interviews and stuff, like, he is a, a big people pleaser. And then a reason why this season was such a disaster is because he doesn't really have a backbone like he has no I feel like if he truly knows who he is and what he wants he would have stood very firm on on what he wanted to do and wouldn't have been swayed by everybody yeah no Peter Peter was not I think I heard it in another podcast but he definitely wasn't ready for the bachelor he wasn't ready to be the lead like even on hannah season i always kind of thought he was a little bit spineless yeah or is spineless a negative kind of t- i don't know he just seemed like he didn't have any like oomph, you know a little bit of a pushover in a way yeah. like yeah i guess he just definitely not a lead role like he's a he seems like such a sweet human being yeah but not for the lead because if you look at Ben Higgins because a lot of people were comparing him to Ben Higgins oh he is nothing like Ben Higgins not at all because Ben at least like Ben was sweet and kind and whatever like everything that Peter is very sweet and kind but Ben is very he stands firm on like what he wants his beliefs his views and he's very sure of himself Mm -hmm. and so even though he's very kind and caring he's also gonna be like firm on what he wants and he's a leader, like, he's a genuine, true leader, so he was able to be a great bachelor, even though it didn't work out for him, he stood, still stood by what he, he felt was right, so, and then you look at Peter, Peter's just a lost puppy throughout the whole season, even towards the very end. I think, I don't, he's, I, I wish I could say his age was why he was so immature, but he's 29 or something, like, he's yeah, he's, like, late 20s, it's not his age it's just his mindset I think or like his mentality he wasn't I don't think he was ready for marriage do you think also it could be due to his family not saying that he has a bad family more of his upbringing and that he still lives at home apparently yeah and he is in his late 20s yeah he is living at home and you can see that his mom is very like mama bear yeah and I feel like he's not really making full-on independent decisions throughout his 20s yeah so I think maybe that's why he even though he's in his late 20s he's still not 
fully mature yet. Well, do you remember the comment Barb made in the finale where she said, um, well, you know, I don't, the reason, part of the reason she doesn't like Maddie is because she was saying Peter's a party boy. He likes to go out. He likes going to clubs. He sleeps in late or something. And she was like, I don't want anyone to come in here and change that. As in like Maddie would come in with her Christian values and try and change Peter. And that just like kind of shows what kind of, what what his mom is expecting of her son. Yeah. And it's not saying that there's a timeline for everything, but I feel like typically once you get around to 28, 29 years old, for the most part, like you've, you've done your part, like you've had your party phase, like you've had all of that. I mean, I don't know what Peter's college life was like. Maybe he didn't do that. Who knows? But usually by then you're kind of like, okay, like I'm kind of over it. Yeah. And I want to be in an established relationship and yes, go out because we still go out, but it's not like our sole priority in life anymore mm-hmm. um plus we get exhausted <laughs> yeah no I even now even at the age of 24 I feel like going out takes so much out of me yeah so it's so funny so the well not to transition into quarantine just yet but mm-hmm. in terms of like going out and how much better you do feel when you aren't hungover and like you know up till 3 a.m partying it's like you really do have so much more time to do things on the weekend. I feel like now because I mean after college after like 2021 your body does start changing obviously like in all forms of change in terms of like physically mentally whatever we're just maturing um when we're 24 we can't recover as fast as we did when we were in college so one night out and not even like drinking like a ton you still feel it in the morning. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like an old lady in the morning after going out. Like I just, I can barely walk. <laughs> Everything's sore. I feel like I always have a headache yeah. and it, it kind of sucks because there's also something called like post drinking depression or like post drinking blues where like the morning after when you're hungover, you feel kind of like down and it's, it actually is like a bio, uh, uh, like a, neurological and like biochemical thing that happens in your body where your levels of like serotonin and dopamine are lower the day after drinking oh because it's basically like coming down from coming down yeah a high almost so like that's that on top of feeling so much you know more hungover than I used to when I was younger it's like I don't want to do anything I don't want to like go out I don't want to go for a walk I don't want to hang out with friends usually I'll just kind of like hibernate watch movies yeah, no. 100%. That's so true. That's how I feel too. So it really does like change <laughs> after college, yeah. maybe not specifically college, but after your early 20s, at least. Yeah. Um, so it's crazy to hear how like, his mom is like, well, I want him to keep doing keep partying, keep doing this, keep doing that one. Like eventually he's gonna like have to slow down. Uh, just because yeah. he's gonna want to like focus on his career and I don't know his friends his family like yeah I think of- right now he's probably doing the whole um post like bachelor tour where he goes to like different states and meet meets and greets with people goes to bars like remember when Blake threw those like Coors Light parties yes after he was on the bachelor Oh my gosh, good thing stagecoach isn't happening because I bet you Peter would have like a Blake situation at oh. stagecoach Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I think that's what I think that's what's gonna happen to Peter. He's gonna start hooking up with everybody that was on the, the Bachelor previously. Like he's going yeah. to kind of pull, I guess, a Blake. Not that I mean, I still kind of have a soft spot spot for Blake. So. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. I mean, you can't fault them for it, but I think at the end of the day, Peter just this was the first time he had multiple girls like vying for his heart. Like he just got caught up in that and he's definitely not ready at all not at all and so good for her maddie got away i mean that family would have been a nightmare if she actually stayed with matt with uh peter yeah so basically if you didn't see the finale which i'm pretty sure you've heard of the what happened in the finale it was all over the news 
So at the at the end of the finale, there wasn't really an ending. It was kind of like Peter and Maddie saying that they love each other and then fighting with Barb. But there was no like, oh, we're dating. None of that. It was just, we love each other. And then Barb is like, we hate you. Not actually, <laughs> but basically. <laughs> no, really. Like, we hate you. We don't approve of this relationship. And Barb. So when I was listening to one podcast, uh, it was like, with Rachel Lindsay. She was basically saying how Barb was reacting the way she was because of the public's um, reaction to the episode before. So when she got the floor to kind of defend herself, she went on full-blown defensive mode. Okay. But even then, though, I still don't sympathize with her because, one, she's an older woman. Yeah. Like, she's a mom, an older woman. Just bite your tongue. Yeah. The, it, the What she was saying was so petty. It was. And I wasn't expecting that from somebody who's like 50 plus years old. Yeah. Um, she was yeah. saying something along the lines of, well, A, she doesn't want Maddie with her Christian values to change Peter, who is a party boy or whatever and likes to go out. And B, she was saying Maddie just like came into the house with um, a little bit of a disrespectful attitude, I guess, in, in terms of like, she showed up late and she didn't apologize. And then when, you know, you're supposed to ask the parents for their blessing in marriage, she said that she doesn't think she's there yet. Which, what's she going to do? Lie and say that she is? Well, yeah, and that, that's fair. And I, and I like, too, that Maddie said, like, that this is her journey, too. Because even though Peter is the lead, you're not forced to say yes to them. Like, no. it doesn't matter. Yes, you're the lead, but I yeah. feel how I feel. And if I'm not ready, I'm not going to just give in just because he's the lead or we're on a TV show. Kind right, of. like, she was kind of saying, Peter is the final decision maker, whereas that's not true. You need two parts to get married. You can't just have one person want to get married and the other person's opinion doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. It's so true. I I just, everything she was saying was just, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Just Agreed. so, just, just rude. Like, even if, say, you do feel that way, you're on national TV. And that stuff doesn't need to be put out to the whole world. That's between you and your son, and that's it. And yeah. to imagine your parents doing that to you in front of national television after having the season that he had, that's, like, that's awful. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, Peter probably Barb is the so new well. Karen. Yeah. Did you see the chicks <laughs> in the office? Like, yeah. That was so funny. There were so many memes, and, you know, I, I, on Twitter, Twitter was going crazy afterwards. Yeah, I think from just basically based off of the whole season and how Barb played a big role in it, you can tell that she likes the limelight and she likes being on TV. And she, I, I do think she's actually that emotional in real life, but you can oh, tell that otherwise she wouldn't have said the things she did on live television. Yeah. The dad, care the dad about. was like, Oh, just another day. <laughs> yeah. I, that was just, and then I was, I saw, um, I guess Peter's brother posted in somebody's comment because they were like bashing his mom or whatever. And basically he said that, like, you have no idea what goes be behind the scenes. Like, you only see one side of a person's character and that what Maddie showed off camera was very different than what she showed on camera. So basically he was saying that, I feel like something must have happened with her and his parents that was way bigger than what we saw. Maybe, so but that why much? did Barb say what it was? Well, it, unless it was something super personal, but you know how Barb, I mean, Barb had no problem saying all of her qualms with Maddie. I feel like in that moment, if something really bad did happen, she could have alluded to it or she could have at least touched upon it to make the world understand why she hates her so much. Yeah, because basically what he was saying, inferring was that Maddie was just in it for TV and and but even if that was true like everybody like you could say that about pretty much everybody on that show like peter didn't end up with anybody like all his decisions were based off of what he thought other people would want and not what he wanted Mm -hmm. and that was all for tv like he didn't make decisions that he felt 100 percent sure of he's like oh well like you said i want a happy ending because Mm -hmm. i don't want to 
be a failure of a bachelor, even though that's what ended up happening. Yeah, that's what ended up happening. <laughs> Do you think he's going to end up on Bachelor in Paradise? I, f- no, definitely not this year because after the season he had and the criticism that he got, definitely not. Yeah. Maybe in the future, but I, I don't see him being in. Oh, shoot. I actually think that there might not, this season might get postponed because of coronavirus. Corona? Wait, so before we go into the quarantine stuff, we have to touch upon Tyler Cameron <gasps> and B. Oh my gosh, the best news to come out of The Bachelor world recently. I am so, I live for their relationship. I love their relationship. So I want to recap basically what we found out. I mean, people probably know, but. <laughs> yeah, people probably already know, but there was photos leaked of Tyler picking up Hannah Brown. Um, from the airport in Jupiter, Florida. Yup. And, and basically, oh wait, what were you going to say? <laughs> and I was just going to say, at first people were like, oh, maybe it's not her, maybe it's not him. But then later on, they kind of confirmed it because they started posting TikToks together. Yep. <laughs> in the quarantine, they were like passing time. A lot of the captions were like bored in quarantine. So if they're willing to like quarantine together for a long period of time, then there must be something going on. Oh, for sure. And so basically now they have a quarantine crew. So that's their TikTok username. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're posting videos. I keep checking on it because I'm so intrigued. Yeah, me too. They're basically posting every single day. They're with each other. Together. They've acknowledged each other on social media. Yeah, they're absolutely dating. Like there's no other explanation for it. <laughs> if you guys saw my face right now, like I'm so excited. I loved, I thought that, I, I was shocked when she didn't pick Tyler. The reason I think she didn't pick Tyler is because he wasn't really like a safe bet. Yeah, I think so too. I think she said in other interviews that she kind of wished she didn't. The reason why, how do I say this? That if she were to go back, she wishes she gave people that she normally doesn't a chance mm-hmm. and that during her season, she played it very safe and what she was used to. So she picked what she was so used to. And in The Bachelor, you kind of have to go outside of that and try something else. So I think she was alluding to Tyler in that he wasn't what she was used to. And he was, he wasn't the safest bet, like you said. So I, that's why she didn't pick him. Yeah. I mean, I think she was also kind of intimidated because he does come off as sort of well, it, on the season, we got to know him better. But at first, he comes off as more of, like, a smooth talker, a charmer. You think that he gets all the women, which he kind of does. Yeah. But it, deep down, he's really a sweetheart. And, like, he really wants, you know, oh, something real versus just, you know, hookups. Definitely. But I think also everything happens for a reason because I think this was good for both of them to kind of be separate because Tyler did live a little bit of that – LA like post show mm-hmm. life which honestly, <laughs> yeah like good for him if I was in that situation I've had my heart broken or whatever and I have these celebrities talking to me oh yeah. I would probably talk to them back I'd be dumb not to why just wouldn't to you fun. <laughs> yeah. so I'm just excited and you know what's crazy Erin, if we were quarantined in Jupiter at my aunt's house, we would <laughs> probably go on the hunt to look for them. Oh, I would absolutely. I would go to the beach every single every, day. Every day. Because that's <laughs> the beach we, we went to last year. Yeah. Juno beach. That's the beach that they're at. Yeah, I would absolutely hunt for them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God, I wish I was quarantined in Florida. I, so this weekend I was supposed to be in Florida, but my cousin postponed the wedding and I so badly just wanted to still go. Mm-hmm. But my mom was like, no, no, no. You're not leaving and then coming back, bringing something. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of like weddings, plan, planned events, anything like that is canceled because of this. And I feel so bad because weddings are, that's one of those things that you plan for year, uh, years even. Yeah. You know, you get the venue, you, you figure out how many people are coming. Like, there's so many details that go into it wedding planning and then having it postponed or canceled is awful oh my gosh yeah all of this was so basically it's crazy how with this whole corona thing i guess we could transition into the corona now um how with this whole coronavirus thing 
so much happens within 24 hours. Like things change in an instant because I look back at last week. um, Was it last week? Yeah, last weekend was the St. Patrick's Parade where it oh, should yeah. been the same. So I think about last Friday and where I was at that point, I remember going to the doctor's, a doctor's appointment with my mom. And then we get a text from my cousin, like, I don't know if we should postpone the wedding. Because at that point, it hadn't. It hadn't gotten as big gotten as this, Yeah. And so she was like, would, would you guys still be up to traveling um, basically this weekend? And so most of us were like, yeah, because at that point it wasn't horrible. Mm-hmm. And, but then as the day progressed, she was like, okay, what about if we postpone it? Would you guys be able to postpone it? And would you guys be able to fly? And we're like, yeah, we're all good with you postponing. it. I think that's the best, um, the best thing to do. And throughout that whole time, I just felt, I felt for her because imagine again, planning a wedding, how stressful that is. And then a week before your wedding, having to cancel vendors, postpone, like just everything that has been planned. Yeah. People probably already bought flights. People. Yeah. We all, we all had our flights, our hotels. And the reason why this prompted this conversation was her mom and dad. So my aunt and uncle are retired in El Salvador and her two grandparents live in El Salvador. And starting last week, El Salvador went into have any confirmed cases. It was more preventative mm-hmm. um, because their resources are so small. So they, they don't have as many hospitals and hospital beds. So right. if people were to get it, it would be horrific in terms of just they wouldn't have space for people to put. Oh, yeah. It'd be like Italy. Yeah. It, worse than Italy just because of the resources. Yeah. And so, Basically, with the quarantine in El Salvador, her mom and dad and her two grandparents wouldn't have been able to go to the wedding. Mm. And so imagine this is like your big moment, something that you've planned for years and you want your parents to be there, (laughs) obviously. And so that kind of was like, okay, we're going to postpone it. Yeah, if your parents can't go then I mean it's not the same probably not I would not kind of you gotta cancel it at that point or postpone I mean yeah so it's postponed potentially to July yeah right now I think at first it was like everyone was it wasn't as scary to people at in the beginning because I think it's hard to like conceptualize something until it actually hits you yep like, so things are going on in Italy, and that's really sad. But then until it actually, like, hits America, people weren't really paying too much attention. Mm-hmm. Um, now, all of a sudden, in America, there's cases, and everyone's freaking the F out. Like, yeah, just absolute chaos. It's sort of like situations like this where um, it makes me feel like the movies about outbreaks and movies yes. about zombie apocalypses. Like, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, we can actually this is something that we could actually be like, like yeah. humans actually can act this way. For example, like buying everything from the store. In buying advance. toilet paper. <laughs> like humans are like this. Like this is what actually happens in times of crises. Like, why are we so dumb? You know what I mean? Exactly. No, that was the most frustrating part for me. Like you said, I think for, uh, for everybody here, it was not everybody, but the general consensus here was it's hard to conceptualize this whole thing that's been going on mm-hmm. um, until it actually hits you. And basically all these preventative, all these measures that have been taken are to slow down the virus, mm-hmm. which initially I feel like a lot of people, we, including myself, didn't understand that because I was like, okay, flu, mm-hmm. like I'm young, it's not gonna really affect me that much. But yeah. then I think about, okay, well, I'm working every day with elderly young kids and so it's like and I may have it and not know and pass it on kind of thing yeah so everything is all these measures and precautions that are being taken are to just slow down the spread and not to overflow our hospitals because we don't have we already don't have enough um I think they said ventilator equipment and there hasn't we've already flattened the curve so for them to say that they're running out of equipment with even the measures that we're taking like clearly if we hadn't done this it would have been a big issue 
huge. I mean, just already in the news, I keep hearing like there's been like 700 deaths a day in Italy mm-hmm. because they don't have the necessary resources to, to take care of everybody because of how quickly this virus is spreading. I think that's the scariest part is how quickly it's crazy. It moves. It's insane. It's, it makes sense because with the flu, there are vaccines. People do have protection against the flu or they have built up um, antibodies from previous flus that we've had. So we have some protection. Our body can um, fend it off, but this is a whole new virus. And the fact that none of us have any protection against it mm-hmm. is why it's, it's so dangerous. It's scary. And I'm just like lucky that for us, like say if we do get it it may not affect us greatly but then you just think about like your parents your mom and dad like Mm -hmm. your younger cousins and you don't know what anybody else is going through and that's terrifying you know what's crazy for me because you do home home care are you still doing like are are you still working working yeah so for me and nothing really has changed um because unfortunately medical personnel like you still need to see your patients yeah. You need to go into work. Like you can't work from home and still treat your patients. Mm-hmm. So nothing for me has changed. The only thing that's changed is the amount of um, precautions we're taking. Yeah. Like I have to wear a mask and I have to wear personal protective equipment for especially the patients that are at risk. Like I have a couple of elderly patients and people that are immunocompromised. But other than that, like I'm still seeing them all every single day. And I just have to you think that. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you think that it'll come to a point where since you're a nurse, which thank you for everything you do, mm-hmm. um, you'll be sent out to do like testing and screening? At oh, all? I can, you can volunteer. What I've heard is that, because um, my sister Jenny, she works in the ER at Cambridge Hospital mm-hmm. and she was saying that, you know, she's bored at home because they only work like three days, but 12 hour shifts. And so the other days that she's home because she's not allowed to do anything or go out, she's been bored out of her mind. Yeah. So she said she wanted to volunteer for the testing, like yeah. the corona testing. Um, and what, what I guess is happening is this, this, the nurses that are out of work because of the virus, for example, school nurses okay. are doing, a lot of them are doing the testings. Okay, gotcha. They're trying to get, I guess, people or people that don't have jobs right now are doing testing, which I mean, makes sense. Okay. Because I know for for me, so I'm an athletic trainer and I work in a physical therapy clinic and physical therapists are considered essential employees, mm-hmm. which part of me is like, okay, come on. <laughs> like we're healthcare providers, 100%. Mm-hmm. And for people that are post-op, it's like essential, 100%. Yeah. But I was thinking there's also home care for those patients that, I mean, I think they're working that out right now. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the patients that we do see too are like OA patients, osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, people with like tendinopathies, um, things that you can do at home workouts for in the meantime. Right. Obviously not for the whole recovery, but for the meantime, during these times, like they can do at home At workouts. least for a couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. So. It's it's crazy that we're still so basically my clinic is in this um like gym it's like a rec center so it has like an indoor track soccer fields um a pool and whatever so our clinic is in there and the gym is closed because they can't be open mm-hmm. and so it's so depressing <laughs> so it's our clinic and then the orthopedic clinic right next door mm-hmm. our clinic the windows that we have face the pool and the whole building is like shut down and lights out basically. So it's dark. Mm -hmm. So I have no view of the outside. It's literally darkness and gray walls. Great. (laughs) And for eight hours a day, I will say though, I feel very lucky and blessed to still have a job, to still be able to leave my house and go to work. Like I didn't realize that until this weekend because I took um, vacation time basically Friday Monday and Tuesday mm-hmm. and I've been going outside every day because if I stay inside all day every day I'm gonna go crazy yeah you go stir crazy yeah so I'm like thank god that I'm able to leave my house 
go to work, even though work is boring right now because we've had a lot of cancellations. Um, and it is a little bit depressing in there since the gym is closed. Right. But I'm like, okay, at least I'm getting paid. At least I have a job and at least I get to um, leave my house. Right. Because there are so many people who are out of work right now. Yes. Really, because of this, like small businesses are completely just out of work. I feel so bad for them because they rely on every amount of money, an ounce of money. Yeah. Goodbye. Easy. People that are, you know, hairdressers, people in, in school. People yeah. that are teachers or school nurses or, you know, whatever, they're all out of work. And it, and it well, of- for teachers... Teachers can do online classes. Yeah, they have their hands full because they have to transition from in-person education to online classes, which um, Emma, as you know, she's like a, a preschool teacher. And it's like, how do you teach preschool kids online? I saw that she was doing YouTube videos. Yeah, yep. so she's been doing YouTube videos. But it's hard with little kids because a big part of their education when you're little is like all the in-person, like physical aspect of doing Right. And their attention spans aren't the best. (laughs) (laughs) So, so many people, like my mom had to start working from home. And then my dad, since he, he drives trucks, he doesn't, he's still working, which is really great. So I'm in a situation where I'm living at home. So I'm very lucky, but I'm an athletic trainer, so we are contracted at the high schools. The high schools are closed, mm-hmm. and spring sports, as of now, are postponed. So we have technically have no job, which is why they sent us to the PT clinics, because we do do hours there basis anyways. But if spring sports get canceled completely, they have nowhere to put athletic trainers. Right. So, but with us, since we're considered... We're, we are healthcare providers and we are first responders and we, we are very well educated on um, basically taking history and evaluations. They're now thinking of sending us to do the testing and the screening. So that's something that we may, wow. I may end up potentially doing and my mom is freaking out because she's <laughs> like, I don't want you to bring the virus here. No. And it's I mean, different. You're protected. You're taking the measures to keep yourself safe I mean I can understand her her I can understand her worry though yeah she's like especially if there's a shortage in protective equipment yeah exactly so it'll either be that or the other option that we're going to talk about on Monday is basically people that are in hospitals they can't have family visit them or anything like that yeah so there's this initiative that's happening here in Connecticut where athletic trainers are going to be trained to send out emails and call families on a regular basis to update them on their family members case and how they're doing. So that would be cool because then I would be home. Yeah. I wouldn't have to to be exposed, but I mean, I'll take whatever I can get as long as I'm working. Some people love the work from home aspect. Some people hate it. Yeah. I personally am used to it because that's been my life for the last like year is doing a lot of my work from home, like charting and doing notes and calling doctors and ordering refills. But I can understand like my sister brought up uh, something the other day that I'm, I'm used to, but she's not is where you kind of have to separate like your home life from your work life, despite it all being in the same place. Yes. It's like you sleep here you work here, you eat here, you live here, you have fun here. It's all in the same place, but you can't, you can't feel like you're at work all day. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to go crazy. Uh-huh. So actually, do you have any tips for that, Erin, since you are used to it? <laughs> I would say one of the biggest things is like, don't do your work, say in your bed or in a place where you normally have fun or relax because then you kind of the lines are blurred i would say like designate one part of your house or like one spot for work so that when it's like a mental thing when you leave that one spot you can think okay now i can relax yeah that's true that's good advice yeah i have none to give because i haven't (laughs) yeah and and also like yeah go out go don't stay in all day it's tempting to stay inside all day but like if you're with work from home you're never going to have the opportunity to just go for a walk like and take a break or go outside and work out and take go for a run 
um, if like, you know, if you work in an office, so take advantage of that part of it. That's so true. And like, I think for me, what helps if I'm doing say homework, <coughs> sorry, I have to cough. Um, so for me, what works Corona. when I've had, no, <laughs> I just had like a tickle in my throat. <laughs> um, when I have to do homework, cause I hate doing homework at home. Or even if at the library, I love sitting by a window because I just love like the sunlight. I love being able to look outside. Mm -hmm. It just relaxes me. So finding a place to like set up your desk area near a window or somewhere where there's a lot of bright light right. that kind of just automatic betters your mood, I guess. Um, so that would be my tip. Yeah. Definitely and, and creating a schedule too, even though you're home is nice. Mm -hmm. Like setting time. Because I think it even goes for like, if you're in school and you're studying, you don't want to be studying all day, like create maybe like a nine to two schedule where you study and then after that, have fun. Yeah, no, I think that's very, very helpful. And like you said, take breaks, like during those breaks that you built in, go outside, mm -hmm. like take a quick walk or even just walk around your kitchen, your house, yeah. like... I don't know. Just do something. Go on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, take. Ooh, instead of go on TikTok, make TikTok. Make a TikTok. You don't have. Oh to my gosh, I'm so, so mad. Like, at first, when TikTok came out, I was like, "Ugh, you know, this is stupid. It's nothing's ever gonna be like Vine." Um, and then I started watching it, and now I can't stop watching it. And Same. I'm so <laughs> mad because I thought I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna crack. I'm not gonna fall into this trap." And then I did. I fell into the trap. <laughs> oh, same with me. Same with me. I literally thought the same way. Also, you can't help yourself when you don't have anything else to do. So yeah. it's entertaining. But now I want to start learning the dances. That's another fun thing to do. So like go for walks. Yoga is really great. Meditating. Mm -hmm. There are so many great meditation apps. Erin, which one do you use? Um, I use the Calm app. And then I use Insight Timer. So they're both like, and there's other ones too out there. Yeah, funny. They're and so they're funny. super helpful to just kind of de-stress a little bit. Walks have been my best friend. I've loved them. They're my saving grace right now. <laughs> and then yoga. You could always Google yoga videos at home, workout, at home workouts or even just dancing mm. by yourself in your room yeah so I was gonna mention this I so like sometimes I really don't feel like doing a 20-minute workout because I can be lazy to the mm -hmm. max like I'll admit it sometimes I'm just lazy but so what I've been doing is like setting off timer not timers but like every maybe hour or so I'll put one song on that I like that like hypes me up and then I'll dance to it for like three minutes and this sounds crazy, I know, like me alone <laughs> dancing to a song. But if you think about it, like dancing to a song for three minutes, say four or five times throughout the day while you're at home, that's like 20 minutes of straight just cardio. Yeah, it's so, and it's fun. And it gets you off the couch. It gets you off yeah. your chair. It makes you stand up and move, which we all know is very good for you to get off your ass. So I for think... Sure. I think, yeah, even just like three minutes. It's so easy. Anyone has three minutes. Anyone has three minutes of just, you know, letting it loose to like a song that you really enjoy. Exactly. I, I love dancing. So I really want to learn. My goal is to learn as many TikTok dances mm -hmm. as I can, even though I may, I'm probably not going to post the videos, but yeah. I still want to learn them. And I feel like it's so fun to do them. I like that they're yeah. kind of easy. Yes, they are. They're not, some are hard if like they're professional dancers, but most of them are easy, easy to follow, easy to learn. And the music is so good. Mm -hmm. So that's another great idea to do. And then obviously like your classic, watch a movie, watch some shows. Yeah. What shows or movies do you recommend right now people to watch? Oh God, I just watched the movie five feet apart with Cole Sprouse mm -hmm. where he has cystic fibrosis and she, the girl in it has cystic fibrosis and they're not allowed to, you know, go near each other for fear of contracting the same type of like antibiotic resistant bacteria that people with CF could have. Um, it's more dangerous for someone with CF to go near somebody with CF than it is for them to go near someone who's just, you know, a regular human, I guess, going out into the world without yeah. this disease. So it was, I was, I didn't want to watch it because 
I was like, it's, it's going to be so cheesy. And I just, for some reason, Cole Sprouse, I don't take super seriously as an <laughs> actor. But I, I'm telling you right now, it's the cutest movie. It's so cute. I, I saw it um, with my mom in theaters. It's so cute. I definitely teared up. Yeah, same. It was, it was very, it was heartwarming because it kind of, but the reason we watched it is because it's similar to what we're going through right now. Yep. We have, have to, to be six feet apart from the people in our lives, especially people that are immunocompromised. 100%. No, it's so true. That's a really good movie. Wait, where is it on? Is it on Netflix? Just on demand. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Cause I was gonna say, I didn't see it on there. Um, she, he's not that into you. It's just, just got put on Netflix. Oh, really? I've seen that. Really That's a good one. one. I saw that one years ago, but they just put it on Netflix. So I watched it again, and I love that movie. Um, I watched the um, 100 Human Social Experiment. No. Show. I haven't. What is it about? It's, it's like, um, it's cool. It's, it, it's sort of, it takes 100 humans, like the title says, of... Um, I think like half and half women and male plus of different all, all ages, 20s through I think 70s or like 70s and up. And they do social experiments to kind of see like how each age range and each group kind of falls on the spectrum. So for example, like they did one episode where they test to see like um, each age groups, like memory, power of concentration, power of like communication and how they work well as a team. And another episode was like, can you smell the age of somebody? Like, can you tell if someone smells like they're in their 20s? Can you tell if someone's in their 70s? And they did like oh. double blind placebo, like had some of them smell bulls, had some of them smell just one age group, you know, did placebo groups, that kind of thing. Oh. It was cool. It was, it was very interesting. Another funny episode was, um, which way do you leave your toilet paper? Do you oh. leave the roll with the paper facing outwards or do you put it on the inside towards the wall oh inside for me for sure inside yeah oh why like when when yeah. you pull it down is it on the inside underneath yeah. the roll or is it yeah. on top where you can pull it down underneath the roll oh no i see i do it on top no that's so <laughs> yeah. weird i feel like so much toilet paper comes out if i do it on the outside so you, you don't like how much comes out? Yeah, and, like, it just doesn't feel right when I, oh like... Oh, gosh. I like it because it's easier to you. It's easier. It's just on top. You just grab it. It's You don't have to, like, go underneath and, like, I don't know. It's just easier to have it on top. That's what That's, I, I never even thought about that, that there's people... <laughs> No, and then like, how do you, how do you wipe? This was another funny thing. Like, do you, are you a scruncher or are you like a folder? Oh, folder. Yeah, same. You have to fold. No, there was people that scrunch. There were people that even for like taking a dump, they were like, yeah, we just scrunch it and we just get a bunch and scrunch it all up into a ball. No, scrunching is so messy and like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But people, their, their explanation was it feels like there's more blocking my hand from my obviously like my butt so I don't I want more like tissue in between my hands and what I'm wiping that's why people scrunch but I'm like it's still the same amount of tissue you're just scrunching it up into a little like a mess and you know it just does not feel good no and like I'd be so scared of getting stuff on my hands I know that's why I thought so I like fold and then I kind of scrunch it a little bit as I'm like wiping What have we, the things, this is what quarantine has done to us. Yeah. And then, so, we, and then my sister was like, because we were talking about this, like, with our friend group, and they were like, yeah, I fold, but then I, like, fold it again, like, over my finger, and then kind of, like, use that. I'm like, no, I, I don't like that. That just feels, that feels wrong to me. <laughs> what? Is that on Netflix or Hulu or? It's on Netflix. Sweet. Okay, that's a good one to watch. Yeah, that's a good one to pass the time. I'm trying to think another, oh, Love is Blind. Mm. Love is Blind. But I didn't watch it. My roommates did. (gasps) Erin. I would like it. I know I would, but I just haven't watched it for some reason. Well, that's a good one that you should add to shows to watch. Yes, I will. I'll add that to mine. I've started The Circle. I'm only on like the third episode, so. Do you like it? So far, yeah. I mean, I think I need to start watching more. 
yeah we'll it's, fully get into it it's such an interesting concept mm-hmm. oh for sure I've only gotten to one elimination yet so I have no idea what else happens mm-hmm. it, it gets it gets interesting gets more interesting so I want to finish that I'm trying to think what other shows how I, I met your really mother outsider, uh, I don't know if anyone has HBO but the outsider by the Stephen King novel it's based on the Stephen King novel we I binged watch that in probably like two or three days and oh, then obviously we didn't catch up because it, it was up to date like each week there was a new episode released so we had to wait a week for the final but overall highly recommend really okay because alex has hbo so we just started watching westworld oh i've heard that's good it's really good it starts off a little slow because it's just kind of setting the whole plot up and giving the background on characters but right now it's getting good but i definitely one i should watch the out the outsiders yeah you guys are gonna like it it's really really good it's it's sort of horror it's a little bit sci-fi horror but the, there's not a lot of gore it's not like bloody or anything so Ooh, okay more thriller than i would say gore yeah okay um actually texting him right now that we it's gotta really good you're gonna get hooked like me and eli got hooked in in like one episode Ooh yay wait have you watched uh sharp objects on hbo Mm-mm. you'd you'd like it watch it i love I that would. okay i'll watch yeah. it it's slow in the beginning so it takes like one to two episodes to get into mm-hmm. and then it starts getting really good and it's one of those shows that you're constantly guessing what's gonna happen mm. and the ending is not what you expect at all, all and right. i hope that they make a second season because if they do that second season is gonna be nuts and it's kind of yeah and it's very like eerie a little bit kind of like a haunting type show but it doesn't start off that way you just have to watch it it's so good yeah if any of our listeners have any good recommendations dm us yes (laughs) i say this as if our listeners aren't just like friends of ours yes (laughs) (laughs) who can who can text us if they have anything good to watch and we will post your recommended. Actually, let's make up a, a poll thing or whatever or on Instagram. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I have something that's unrelated, kind of. Well, it's a little related. Um. So do you know how my sister and her boyfriend recently broke up? Yes. And how they are forced to live together because they both have the same apartment and the lease isn't done yet way they're still living together yes so not only are they still living together because they can't just move out they're under quarantine together (laughs) so it's like it could not have happened at a worse time that's awful yeah just the fact that like kudos to her i don't know if i could ever live with somebody that i've broken up with even if the lease isn't over, I think I would, like, go a little bit crazy. Oh, for sure. Well, one of my friends, that's what happened with her and her boyfriend. Uh, they broke up. It was not a good situation. So what ended up happening is he ended up leaving. And she stayed, but she had to pay for the whole apartment, basically. Oh, he didn't even contribute? I don't, I don't think so. Well, that's on him if he leaves. He has to contribute. I can't remember. I'll I'll ask her. We should have her on this podcast to talk about her breakup because it Yeah, like I would I mean, I would assume that if you choose to leave, you have to either find a replacement um that, you know, the person you're living with approves of or you pay the difference that it would be. I feel like he didn't pay, but I may be wrong. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he didn't. Um but we can I definitely want to have her on. It's mm-hmm. Caitlin. So, she can talk about her experience and like because it's been over a year now since her breakup and she went through all the emotions and now she's doing really really well so shout out to Caitlin if you're listening <laughs> shout on, out to on the podcast so now that we're all quarantined we can do an episode mm-hmm. all through zoom <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to be a mess but we can try <laughs> well we could do the, the google oh Erin, you got to tell me about this, what is it, Google Meetups or whatever? It's the same. It's like um, everyone has it. If you have a Google account, like Gmail, I mean, you just mm-hmm. go on the little apps um, 
button and it shows that, that you can have Google Hangouts and all you have to do is invite them by their email and a bunch of people can join. It's a little strange at first because it's like whoever's talking, their face shows up. So if a bunch of people are talking at the same time, it tends to like go a little crazy and bounce back and forth between a bunch of faces. Okay. But you can click one to keep it there. So if you want to like keep one screen up, you can click them. Okay. So Erdin and I had this idea that since, again, we're kind of isolated into our homes, that we want to do an episode with a couple of our friends. And we feel like it would be fun and maybe we could play some games like would you rather or things like that yeah yeah I'm done. entertaining for us and also for the listeners and we could do like a question section of answering people's questions and things like that so that's an episode that we're that we wanted to do I me mean, my friends already created like a bestie quiz because we were bored in quarantine <gasps> Ooh. okay perfect here i'll send you mine <laughs> yeah definitely it's like the things you come up with when you're bored I swear for sure I mean that's when people are the most creative is boredom through boredom here ready let's do it on air see if you can it's only 10 questions okay oh okay you sent it to me yep some of them are a little bit tricky because there's multiple there's sort of multiple right answers (laughs) all right uh prove how well you know Aaron oh oh boy Oh no. <laughs> when is Aaron's birthday? June 13th. Hey. Ooh. Aaron has never ever thrown it back. <laughs> his or her cell phone in the toilet. Stayed up for more than 24 hours. Ate a whole pizza by herself. What does thrown it back mean? Up to interpretation. Aaron has never ever. You've definitely Bro. dropped your phone in the toilet. Mm-hmm. I feel like you'd be that, that kind of person. <laughs> I am it. that kind of person. You are definitely correct. Uh, stayed up for more than 24 hours. Yeah, you've definitely done that. Eat a whole pizza by yourself. Hmm. I'm between like the first one and the last one. Because I don't <laughs> know what throwing it back means. <laughs> throwing throwing it, back, it back. Throwing it back. Like, that's just like... Just get down, throwing it back. Like, oh, <laughs> eat a whole pizza by yourself? I don't know. I'm not supposed to be giving you hands. You're supposed to. Oh, dropped hers. Or, dang it. That was a trick one. <laughs> dropped. Because I feel like you would 100% drop your phone in the toilet. So I've, like, maybe 20 times in my life almost dropped my phone in the toilet. <laughs> I've never actually done it. I've never actually dropped my phone in the toilet. Nice. How many siblings does Aaron have? Uh, one, two, three. Wait. Yeah. Okay, good. If Aaron could wake up with a completely different permanent hair color, what would it be? Like, what would you want it to be? I wouldn't read this one as what would I keep it as. I would read this one as like, what would I like for fun? So the options are pink, blue, purple, black, and brown. I feel like definitely not black. Mm-hmm. Would you do pink? Can, oh you imagine, can you imagine me with black hair? I'd be no. like, I would look a little bit scary, I think. What would it be? Well, your favorite color is blue, but I don't know if you would dye <laughs> Like maybe pink or brown. I'm not going to give you any hints here. For those of you wondering, if I could look like Megan Fox, with if I had tan skin and a little bit darker features. And pink! Oh! <laughs> I pressed brown, and I should... I, see, my instinct was pink, but I'm like, I don't know. Is that, like, too crazy? So I went with brown. It is Dang. crazy, but I would do it. I would do it. For, for, like, a little bit, I would go pink. It's almost like... A better option for someone who's already a blonde because the well, pink washes out and turns back to blonde. So yeah, I feel like it would honestly. I like how the pink looks, like a, a light pink, obviously not like a hot bright. Oh, pink. Yeah, <laughs> no, it would have to be like a pastel pink. I think pastel pink in blonde hair actually looks really pretty. Mm-hmm. Where is Aaron's dream destination? Hawaii, Greek islands, Thailand, 
Croatia, or Italy? Greek islands. Woo! Oh, that was fast. <laughs> what is Aaron's favorite uh, series on Netflix? The Office, Shameless, Gilmore Girls, Black Mirror. I know you like Black Mirror, and I know you like Shameless. I feel like you never talk about Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. And I feel like you never talk about The Office. Is this, like, show that you always watch, like, all the time? Or just, just favorite? Like, uh, Shameless? <gasps> Yay! Oh, there you go. So, yeah, Shameless, I just, something about it, I just love. I, anyone that hasn't seen Shameless, give it a shot, because it's so good. That's a great show for these quarantine times because there's like how many eight seasons? There's so many, yeah, eight seasons or something like that. I think I stopped at seven, so I haven't seen. I think like the last two. Yeah, the last two I think are on. They're not on Netflix yet. Okay. What is Aaron's favorite song? Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, Landslide by Fleetwood Mac, Old Town Road by Lil Nas. <laughs> Or Stranger Things by Kygo. I can't remember if it was you or Emma that really liked Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Mm -hmm. I think maybe you. I'm going to do that one. But you really do like Kygo. Yay! Okay, so it was you. (laughs) (laughs) So Landslide. All of them are, like, up there. Yeah. Landslide is just, oh, so So good. So good. Um, how many kids will Aaron have? Ten. Oh, for sure, ten. Oh. <laughs> Three, two, one, or none. I'm going to go with two. Woo! Got it right. Yeah, the reasoning behind that is because ideally I would like to have more, but in this economy and with all of our student debt, how on earth are we, this generation, going to send more than, like, one kid to college? You know what 100%. I mean? One hundred think, percent. I think the same way. Like, kids are a lot of money, and then to be able to give them, like, a good life, I feel like two is a good, unless I, for whatever reason, end up making a shiz ton of money. Yeah, unless I win the lottery, um, it might be difficult to send more than two kids to college. Yes, exactly. So two is good. What does Aaron value most in a relationship? These are all really good. <laughs> One of them's like, very, very necessary, though. Communication, honesty, intelligence, or humor? I mean, honesty is very, very, very necessary. Mm -hmm. And communication is very, very, very... I'm going to say communication. Woo! (laughs) You're doing so good. (laughs) What? Oh, this is the last question. What is Erin's favorite ice cream flavor? Vanilla, vanilla with whipped cream, Cookie dough, strawberry, or pistachio? Wow, that one I really don't think I... I'm going to go with cookie dough. Vanilla with whipped cream? <laughs> what? Erin? Yeah. I, I told you, I'm a plain... I'm a basic, plain person. I just like regular ice cream, no flavor, and whipped cream. Woo! I think I... Oh, I think I exit out. Oh, no. I scored 7 out of 10. Not I think bad. you're in the lead, to be honest. Really? Wow. Yeah, you have the highest one on it. <laughs> oh, I do. Who's Nunchuck? That's Eli. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And then, is that Larissa in second? Yeah. How did Amanda get five? I, I think because a lot of my questions were like, a couple could be right. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's fun. I'm going to make mine. Yeah, so guys, yeah, if you want to make your own like friend quiz, just go to bestify.com. So B-E-S-T-I-E-F-Y. We'll post it on our story. And then we'll post like questions and things on our story too. Yeah, it's fun. They're like cute little simple questions. Like what's your favorite ice cream flavor? And you know, mm-hmm. where do you want to go the most in the world? Yeah. Questions that you, like, should know about your friends, but sometimes I feel like you don't. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You know, like, specifics, like, details about your friends that you no one knows in the entire world, and then you forget, like, what their favorite ice cream flavor is. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Like, ice cream flavor, I had, like, because we also don't eat 
ever ate ice cream together. <laughs> no, I mean, that's not really an activity that, like, <laughs> we've done. Yeah. I've been on dates with people and eaten ice cream, but I don't yeah. think I've ever gotten ice cream with you. Because I definitely didn't know that one, <laughs> for sure. Nope. All right, so we've come to the end of this episode. So yeah, this is just quarantine things. Maybe that's what we'll title the episode. <laughs> just quarantine things. Yes, I, I like that. And next week, I think we're going to try and make it, we might add some guests. If it's not the one with a bunch of friends kind of chiming in, we'll do an episode on kind of how to survive breakups and like what that entails. Um, And we can kind of talk about our own personal uh, history, I guess, with, with breaking up. Yep. And that'll be a really good one. And then the other episode we have planned is also doing a group one of just kind of just a friends a friendship uh podcast episode which would be really fun um with games and stuff like that so stay tuned and stay tuned to our instagram because since we've been quarantined to our homes we're going to be posting a whole lot more on our instagram whether it's our story or our actual feed but i think stories will be fun because we could do Mm -hmm. polls and things like that so stay tuned And if you guys have any ideas, just DM us on Instagram. (laughs) All right. Happy quarantine. Stay safe, everybody. Stay sanitary. Bye. Skipped out on breakfast. No time for lunch. Life's been so hectic, let's go to brunch A cup of fresh berries, a cup of Bloody Marys Whole squad vegan, ain't messing with no dairy I just gotta know, can't we just relax and take it slow Just enjoy the show, I'ma get you another mimosa a side of salmon and have you tried the quiches yet them chips is out this planet and you need some antioxidants some pomegranate and if you want to take a